All right, everybody, thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, what really drives and motivates the top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and feature titan today, all the way from Larksburg, California, Tracy McLaughlin. Tracy, thanks so much for taking the time. It's an honor to have you. It is my pleasure. I feel a lot of gratitude that you asked me. So thank you so much. Oh gosh, I can't wait to just share your story with the audience out there in the Titan Nation. I mean, with your background and industry knowledge and professionalism, uh, I can't wait for all this to go through. So uh, if you're ready to roll, let's just, let's get going. Let's do it. All right. So let's start with the first question, which is telling everybody a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, I have a background in television news. Uh, that's okay. what I started my career in, and I did that uh, before almost kind of what I would call falling backwards into real estate. Okay. I, um, I was doing a television show where there was a lot of traveling. Sorry about that. <laughs> You're good. Hey, business continues. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so I, I hosted a television show where there's a lot of international travel, and uh, got pregnant with our first child and decided, gee, I can't keep doing this show anymore. Pregnant, what can I do? And we started buying single family dwellings, fixing them up, and then repositioning them in the marketplace. I found that I had some kind of knack for that, just almost intrinsically. Okay. And, uh, and by default, people started saying, oh, well, if you're out looking for something for yourself, what about this? Can you find me that? And I, really, I kind of fell into the career backwards. So I grew up in Marin County. I know a lot of people here. I went to UC Berkeley just over the bridge. So, um, you know, I had a good basis for the development of a business and was lucky enough to find something that I just absolutely love doing. So, wow. And obviously with, with your background and kind of leading up to today, when you're falling backwards into real estate and you've made such a huge impact in the community, not just where you're at and obviously being number one since 2005 in your, in your market. Yes, it's been, it's, I always tell people, it's like climbing Everest every year without an <laughs> oxygen tank. So oh last year was a little more challenging than some of the years past. It's getting harder and harder to do that every year because it's just, you know, it's a, the number one position is, um, it's already, it's difficult to attain, but uh, it's increasingly difficult just with competition and things. So I feel very blessed that I was able to pull it off again last year and actually said, I, I, I uh, set a new record for myself last year as well. And, you know, I don't know if you remember last year, there was some undulations in our business. We had a very rainy, protracted winter here in Northern California last year. So it rained right through the third week in May. And, um, you know, there's always some unease, I think, you know, about financial markets and things. And then we ended up kind of roaring to a great completion in December, which was, it was surprising. It, there was a lot of surprises for a lot of my colleagues last year, including myself. So. Wow. Yeah. And to me, that's incredible because as you said, real estate industry is very competitive, but in that market of Northern, uh, you know, Col uh, not Colorado, California, you look at it cause you're just North of San Francisco, correct? Exactly. We're right over the Golden Gate Bridge. So a lot of people are familiar with Sausalito because it's sort of this iconic seaside town. It's a little bit touristy. So it starts, Marin really starts on the Southern end with Sausalito and um, it's a lot of it's very water-based but we also have Mount Tam, which is absolutely beautiful. We're, you know, there's, I think 60% of Marin County is designated open space. We're obviously bordered by the Pacific Ocean. It's a really, really beautiful county. It's, I think it's, it's one of the most beautiful places in the world. The 
area that I live in is very Portofino-esque. You know, it okay. looks like you've got cliffs falling into the water and boat docks and, and hillside homes. And yet we're only, you know, 15, 20 minutes from one of the country's most compelling cities. So it's, Marin is a beautiful, beautiful place and a great healthy lifestyle to it. Mary's a little bit of Colorado living here. Okay. Okay. Which, you know, I'm a fan of uh, when it comes down to it for sure. So, but Tracy, I want to segue into the next question because this is really going to dive deeper into you and obviously the levels of success and impact that you've had in the industry and your community so far. uh, I, I find it's always a stem between what your why is. So the next question is, What's your why, Tracy? What motivates you? What drives you? Gets you excited every day to do what you do to the level that you do it at? Yeah, it, I mean, that's a big question. I would say the, uh, the beginning part of the answer is um, I'm highly competitive. I, I don't know why, but I am. <laughs> so sure. I think you have to have a bit of a competitive drive in you to want to, to do this every year. You know, it's a business where you're not paid until a transaction closes and you have in my opinion, uh, the only asset that one possesses that has a huge emotional content to it. So as the representative, either on the buy side or on the list side, you're constantly battling those, those, those emotions that people hold in conjunction with their residence, which is what you're selling. Wow. So I would say, first off, you know, there's a lot of competition, competitive drive, but really at the end of the day, why I love the business so much and I think why I've succeeded is I love the challenge of what I just spoke about. I love getting together with somebody and them starting to say, nope, no, you're not changing our floors. You're not doing that. No, it's worth a million more than it really is. And then the dialogue that ensues around bringing somebody around to, to have trust and belief in you so that you can sell their home for the highest possible price. Wow. That challenge, I think, is what keeps me interested in the business because it changes all day, every day. I'm dealing with you know five or eight different people a day, whether it's on the phone or in person. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of complex layers to the business um, that are, and then it changes every day. You know, it's up, it's down. It's like being at a, a you know, playing roulette every day in Vegas. <laughs> That's right. I mean, the, and, and there's so much truth to that. And the, the people who are watching or, or listening to this right now, they're, they're literally nodding their heads saying, yeah, I get exactly where Tracy's coming from. And, but to me, those whys are extremely important because they're, they're, they're besides ourselves. They're bigger than ourselves. You care about the community and your clients and really making sure that everything happens the right way. And that's apparent. And, and if it wasn't, you wouldn't have hit the success that you've hit thus far and, and will continue to. And I just think that's beautiful. Perfect example of what a true professional should be. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. And I, you know, I give people a lot of advice in our business. And I think one of the things that I decided, you know, many years ago was I'm building a long-term business here. This has nothing to do with commissions. Hmm. It has nothing to do with my own financial disposition and whether I need a check right now or I don't need a check or it is very much about the relationship and in the preservation of that. So, hmm. you know, you might have somebody you feel like has wasted your time, they've kicked tires, but the continuation of like elegance, responsiveness, uh, feeding that person for as long as, that's what builds a business. And we've all been surprised by people. We thought, oh my God, I've just wasted so much time. And that person turns around and tells somebody, with a $20 million house, what a great job you did, even though you never sold them a house. So uh, these are bigger, longer term investments. um, And I I think the people that become successful in our business always care more about the client than themselves, uh, way more actually. So 
Huge advice. And again, going through, and I think that's a, a beautiful segue into our next question, which is a crowd pleaser. So the people who are really watching or listening to this, they want to understand what the Titans are doing or have done to grow, to scale their business. So Tracy, if you could look back at your career thus far and pick or choose one or two things that you added to your business or implemented that really took it from one spot to the next, what's it look like for you? Okay. So what it looks like for me is creating a brand and executing that brand very, very consistently and investing in the brand. Wow. So um, if you think about, you know, um, Steve Jobs and Apple and the mm-hmm. packaging around those devices, or you think about the four seasons and the consistency in that brand where you don't ever have to question if one of their properties is going to disappoint. Mm-hmm. A real estate agent, I believe to be successful, needs a brand that differentiates themselves from others that is consistently executed and has a message of value. So it's not, I've seen people do, you know, PhD in, you know, biology or, you know, JD and whatever. It's like, okay, but what does that really mean for somebody who's going to pick up the phone and call you? Right. Right. So it's not about, it's not about, the branding is a, for me, it's been more of a message of elegance, high end, you know, um, look and feel when I'm marketing a home, you know, I, I put a thousand percent into it. I mm-hmm. write every word of copy. I, I judiciously go through every photo and say, yes, no, we can't use that angle for it. So if you are treating your listing or your properties like you're treating your own business and that is consistently executed starting with you and bleeding right through the marketing of your properties mm-hmm. with a message and why the message can help people or help them monetize their asset that's how you're going to succeed and there's okay. a lot of people you have to beat out in this business i mean every community what we have 2008 licensed agents in marine county hmm. you know, with what five to ten doing um a sizable business or maybe 20 i mean the percentage is quite low sure so there you i think you really need to come up with that stuff in the beginning of when you start your career and you have to have a focus and just keep keep uh, playing on that. So. Wow. And, and to me, that's huge advice for anybody to take away, no matter what part of your career you're in, if it's at the beginning, the middle, or towards a seasoned professional, right? We can always make sure that we craft that brand and, and really be consistent with that through our message. You have so much stuff going on, Tracy. It's unreal. Uh, and it's no surprise to anybody out there, but there's a few things that I want to make sure that the Titan Nation, everybody's watching or listening, uh, they kind of get an understanding of, of some things that are exciting that are coming down the pipeline for you and just about to launch. So uh, if you wouldn't mind talking about your book release possibly, and then something else on top of that uh, sure. for the audience. Yeah. So, um, so I'll tell you how I came up with the idea for the book. I'm Love sure it. we've all seen this, but um, to, to try and synthesize the message of this book, I will tell you this. Um, there was a property many years, five years ago, whenever it was, um, the first offer that I wrote on the property was for about 5.2 million. Um, the fair market value was right around there. It was priced higher than that. Okay. This was a divorcee who selected somebody who had, you know, a lot of social recognition, but hadn't really been in our business at all. She's kind of hanging a shingle in it, so to speak. Uh-huh. And, um, I watched nine months later, two staging changes later, mortgage carry nine months later, I brought a second set of clients in and we bought the house for $4,650,000. Wow. And when I saw that happen firsthand and I had seen this movie over and over in our business, I thought there's, a, there's the content of a book in this, 
um, because it cost her about a half million dollars to have that real estate agent as her friend. Hmm. The problem is she will never know what she left on the table because she as seller A doesn't know enough to understand that. You have to be in the business and watching and understanding how exactly to price a home to position it right in the marketplace, how to stage and style it, mm-hmm. how to market it. And then best yet, if you get an offer and you don't even like it, how to respond to it. Because the first offer we wrote for 5-2 was never responded to. Wow. So all of this, when I watched that and I was heart sick for this woman, she was going through a divorce. This was her main asset. She was going to live off for the rest of her days. And I thought, there's a book in this because I see this go on in this business all the time. You know, if you went to the best doctor and you had a broken shoulder, right? And you went to the best one or two or three doctors and they all consistently gave you a message. I'm just going to guess that you wouldn't push back on the doctor and say, I am hereby negating your MD, PhD. I don't agree with you. And I'm going to have a medical protocol of this to fix my shoulder, right? You You wouldn't do that with a lawyer. But everyone does it with their real estate agent because they're emotionally invested in the asset that they're selling. Mm -hmm. And more importantly, this is the other reason I wrote this book, we are very under-scrutinized in terms of our educational requirements to be managing people's biggest assets. So if I was, you know, a stockbroker, I'd have to have whatever, a four-year degree, a series seven or whatever, and then I'd have to sign a lot of paperwork that, that absolutely had checks and balances on all of my communication to you as my client. But in our business, you have to be 18 years of age here in California, hmm. 60 hours of Anthony's real estate school or wherever you like to go, and boom, you can tell anybody what they want to hear, and hmm. they're in the hands of your guidance with their biggest asset. It's, um, homeownership is 40% of America's biggest asset. Hmm. So um, if you put, if you marry the lack of qualification of many people with their own need to make money and you put that in the hands of the buying and selling public, Hmm. there's a reason there's mistrust of realtors and lack of respect where we should really be very held very in very high regard in our, in our business. Wow. There's very, anybody can do it and anybody can tell anybody what they want to hear and mismanage their assets. So I'm hoping that this book, Real Estate Rescue, will change people's understanding of how important it is to pick the right, educated, uh, honest, trustworthy, because it's a huge decision and people make it very haphazardly. Wow. It's incredible to really look at it that way and have it broken down. So, and I know that so many people that are watching and listening to this are saying, oh my gosh, yeah, this is great. And, and it's, it's wonderful that it's being put in, in a format where people can consume and learn and you don't know what you don't know. And I think that it's wonderful that a professional such as yourself really put it down on paper and, and made it accessible to the world. So when is it going to be accessible? Where can everybody get it? Kind of that, that sort of uh, background. Yeah, so it's, um, it's being published by Mango. It comes out on April 14th of okay. 2020. We have a huge book launch signing Q&A party over at Book Passages here in Corte Madera. It's a really well-regarded boutique independent bookstore. And, um, and we, you know, we also have some, some people interested in TV content along these lines as well. Wonderful. Because- Yes. I mean, well, we all know, you know, the, uh, the inherent drama that goes on <laughs> in the push pull between agent and the seller in terms of all the decisions that have to be made correctly. Those are not easy. Usually if you're trying to guide somebody right. who hasn't, you know, quite 
fix their home up in 20 years or doesn't understand, you know, why twelve, uh, you know, wallpaper was replaced by white paint. Hmm. So these are the kinds of things, you know, I write a lot about in the book here, all the things you have to think about when you're buying and selling to absolutely not leave $1 on the table. And hmm. it's possible if people start to look at the buying and selling of homes as really serious business with very serious people doing it for them. So, right. Uh, that's incredible. I mean, I'm super excited about, you know, everything that's launching out with the book and then obviously with television and everything there. So as always, for everybody out there who's watching, listening, I'm going to have links in the comments down below. You can pre-order the book and stay tuned for information, anything with television and just follow Tracy. I mean, on all of her platforms, if it's Instagram, if it ends up being Facebook, YouTube, the whole nine, just so you can get great content information because we can go on and on and on all day, wealth of knowledge and takeaways for everybody out there. But uh, there, there are certain time limits that we want to keep to everybody out there just for your time. So I do it on Amazon. It's on Amazon's oh. pre-order right now. So pre-order on Amazon. And then so physically uh, will be in Barnes and Noble, things like that as well. On, after. On the four, it can, launches on the 14th. Okay, perfect. So, perfect. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay, so I do want to shift gears on this particular interview and this part of the series. This is the tricky part though, Tracy. This is the challenge question. So I lead into it with every Titan the same way is we all have challenges in our lives. No one's exempt, whether it's in the past, we're dealing with things now, or we haven't seen them yet, but we will. Whether they're personal or professional challenges or struggles, um, I, I'm a firm believer it's not so much what happens, but what we learn and what we can grow and experience and share from that truly matters. So, if you're comfortable sharing a challenge personally or professionally or both, wherever you want to go, uh, a challenge or a struggle that you dealt with, that you overcame and you became stronger because of it, what's that look like for you? Yes, that's a, I mean, that's a great question. It's not the easiest question to answer, but um, I, what I would say the biggest challenge would be um, for me personally or something that I've had to overcome is how to make sure that I've given myself an appropriate amount of time for myself versus my business. Wow. And, um, you know, I, I think if you are, if you love this business and you really are good at it, you want to do it all the time. It's that compelling. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think that the challenge for me has been to shelf it, spend meaningful time with my parents, my three children, hmm. my friends, uh, hiking, skiing, you know, yoga, which I do every day. And that yoga, it. by the way, for anybody listening, if you want to counteract the stress of clients, go twice a day. Don't go once a day. Oh my gosh. There's a life hack right there from Tracy. This is perfect. No, I'm telling you, like talk about release it downward dog. You just, you're, you're, the client worries go away. So uh -huh. I would say um, that, you know, the, 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 the push pull between family, friends, trying to be successful, trying to be a great mother. I mean, I think that that's, that's something that I've had to overcome. I'm, I work on that all the time. It's, okay. it, it's not, that's an ongoing, I'd, I'd say challenge. So. Yeah. And, and I hear what you're saying. It's not easy sharing that. I want to thank you uh, first and foremost, cause it's not, it's not easy to share that with everybody, but the fact that you understand that and address that and you're working on it consistently, there's been so many reoccurring Titans on the series that feel that very similar way when you are producing to a certain level and you have a certain reputation um, in the community and, and a certain uh, level of clientele, you want to do everything for everyone. And it really becomes your entire being. But to try to separate a little bit and have that balance for yourself, it's not being selfish because a lot of professionals, they get to the point where they're burning it at both ends 
and yeah. then they have issues. And if they have issues personally, they're not able to facilitate their clients. They're not able to be the best version of themselves for everybody around them. So it, it's counterintuitive. I and decided three years ago to go to 6 a.m. yoga every single day here. Mm -hmm. Because if you do that, you know, and it's a challenging hot yoga class, um, and, you, and I walk in my office at about 7.15, I'm going to do a transition. I, that is, I've done that. I don't have to sit there and worry about health and wellness. But, you know, it's, so I think building that in and doing it really early in the morning, um, whatever, you, whether it's a hike or, you know, a bike ride or whatever people do to kind of let off steam and um, get ready for the day. If I find that if you let that go or you're not doing that right away or you're not, um, doing things that will sort of put into a, you know, a really good rigorous routine so that you can meet these challenges all day. Yeah. That's, it's, it's super important. So that's big advice. And, and again, Tracy, thank you so much for sharing that. Cause it's not easy to, to air that out in front of everybody, but, uh, you know, it comes to challenges. I think that's huge, whether they're personal or professional, and that's a big thing that bleeds the line all day long. One other thing, can I throw this in there? Yeah. I think this is really important because we just dealt with this last week in this office. Yeah. Um, I've been very reluctant to ever uh, get rid of a client. I'm one of those people, I'm like, I'm going to work my way through the worst abuse. I don't care. I'm holding on to the listing. And I've, I, you know, I work with a lot of very high net worth people who mm -hmm. are, you know, intrinsically thinking they're superior intellectually to you, that they know more about their asset than you do. And sometimes the lack of gratitude or maybe some of the dialogue is, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's not, it's, it's offensive. It can be abusive, whatever you want to call it. And so I decided this year, 2020, new decade. Okay. Um, that I'm not going to tolerate that in this office, not with my staff, people treating my staff that way or me that way. And um, it's it's a hard decision. I mean, I just walked away from about $200,000 worth of business sure. because I didn't like the way the person was talking to me or my staff. And I thought, if this is going on now, after, before we've even gotten going uh, on doing things to the house, it's, it's gonna be a nightmare. I, I, like at some point in your life, uh, the scales tip from money to time in terms mm -hmm. of what's important. And for this decade, for me, it's going to be time over money wow. uh, working with great clients. And people have been saying this to me for years. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. I would never, <laughs> I was always like, holding out of the business. I'm going to, I'm going to win with this guy. And you know what? There's just sometimes if the win isn't worth it. Wow. But that's, if I'm doing it, but I'm doing it great. Well, but Tracy, that's, that's such an, an incredible example that you're setting into there. And, and as you said, it's not easy to do. You're walking away from, you know, a, a financial opportunity, um, another relationship, and who knows where that goes and a ripple effect or a domino effect in the future with clientele. But uh, I agree with you 100%. I know that so many people are, are literally shouting from the rooftops right now saying that's exactly what more of us need to do. And that's the example that we need to be setting because it's... And, and, I, and back to the book. Yeah. We would, nobody would talk abusively to their doctor if they had cancer and needed a protocol for a cure. Nobody would talk to their lawyer if they were going through a lawsuit and were reliant. But again, this, this is why I wrote this book. I'm very much hoping it will change people's perception, but everyone does it to their real estate agent. Why? Wow. They somehow feel they're inferior to them, either intellectually or not deserving of of rendering great advice. There's something about this business that separates it from a lot of these high level uh, other professions that allows people to treat you in a, in a way they wouldn't other professionals. That's why. Mm -hmm. 
I love it. And again, new decade, new year. And I think that everybody should be making that commitment as well. And that's just the right way to go about it is setting those expectations ahead of time for your personal and professional lives. The way that you allow that, you're essentially teaching people how to treat you. Right. Um, and you have to take control of that one way or another. And it's not always the easiest decision, but you're a perfect example of that, Tracy. Look, so. Situation, I thought to myself, he needs me more than I need him. He needs my intelligence on his house and he's going to lose that because of the way he's treating me. Hmm. He did. He'll never know what he left on the table because he won't know enough to know enough. But yeah. <laughs> Love know, it. his loss, his loss. That's the problem, right? I uh, mean, you know, anyway, so uh, that's, that's, uh, that's just a little bit to chew on. Okay. No, no, no. I love it. I love it. And I, wa I want to shift gears on this because we got through the hard stuff. I want to go to a softer question. And this actually is one of my favorites. It's the travel back in time question. So if you could travel back in time, Tracy, any time frame, any age range, and give your younger self a piece of advice or two, and I'm not saying to, to change something or because what we've been through, we are who we are because of that. But if you could go back and say something, what would you say to your younger self? What piece of advice would you, would you give? Um, I think the first piece of advice I would give myself is you are the company you keep. So surround yourself with people that, that elevate you, that are elevated, whether you know intellectually, socially, just you are the company you keep. So you, so you be very judicious in who you spend your time with. Hmm. And um, I also would tell myself to maybe not worry about things I can't control. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, both of those things. For all of us, but it's a, I think it's well-heated advice that, to myself, you know? Yeah. If you can't control something, you just, you do your best job and you just move on. So many of us get wrapped up in that. And, and there's, there's a lot of um, control that we want to have on certain processes and how things get done and the end result. But there's very few things that we actually truly do have control over. And I love the fact that you had mentioned that. And again, not just for young Tracy, but myself and everybody who's watching or listening to this, this is why this is one of my favorite questions is because we can all apply that advice now, right? Yeah, as you said, you're the company that you keep. So we can really look at who we're spending our time with now and what we're doing and how much are we taking and how much are we giving back? And are we elevating the conversation? Yeah, absolutely. Even with friends, I think, you know, you, we all kind of want to keep, Oh, I've been friends with her for 15 years. And yet if that person's not really serving you or they're pulling or they're not positive, you know, it's what it, you know, loyalty is great to a point. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was, that was, that's how I responded to that question. I love it. I think that's perfect. Well, no, and I love that because everybody can use that right now today. And again, we can't go back, but we can look at what we're doing today and what's going to affect our futures. And that's huge advice for everybody, no doubt. Uh, so I do want to go on to the next one. And this is actually a crowd pleaser. And this is the second to last question. We're almost there. Uh, when it comes down to feeding of the mind. So everybody who is watching or subscribing to this particular series, they want to learn from the Titans. They want to know what everybody is doing to grow intellectually, um, how you're feeding your mind. So if you could look back at, you know, books you're reading or have read, podcasts you're listening to, influencers, coaches, how are you feeding your mind, Tracy? It's a great question. And it, gosh, it seems like it's so hard to find the time to do that every day, you know? Sure. If you're exercising, working, and taking care of your family, it's like how much time. I'm I'm amazed in the Netflix world we're living. People are like, oh my god, I just finished this series. I'm like, how? How did you watch? 
<laughs> those series over the holidays. But um, yes. so in terms of, I will, I think my book is going to be dedicated to her and my family. Lorna Hines, I'm okay. sure you're familiar. Yeah. I think Lorna Hines, her pinnacle group and who she is, I think she is, mm. and put this in quotes, She's the best and brightest mind in real estate that I've ever encountered. Wow. Uh, I do personal coaching with her when I need it. She is, uh, I, I, she's brilliant. Mm -hmm. I, there are many of my high performing colleagues that are on auto dial with Lorna when they get into a difficult client situation, they're going to lose a listing. They're not being treated well. They can't get a price reduction. You know, all these things we deal with. Mm -hmm. Lorna is amazing she's come up with amazing dialogue amazing way to think and a lot of it is really in short about the shift in control because mm -hmm. what people want is control so the minute you say to a client you know this is your asset you have all the control i'm really here to serve you they 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 don't know what to do with that because they you know they want to be in control when you say here you have all the control you have a lot more ability to get your message of success across to them wow. so um, Lorna has taught me a lot. I could always learn more from her. I'm dedicating my book to her because I feel such high levels of gratitude that I ever met her and that she's been such a great influencer on me and my career. She's a wonderful human being. She had an incredible background as like the you know, best and brightest caterer uh, to Hollywood in Los Angeles and then arbitrarily kind of went into real estate and became the number one agent. You know, like she's wow. really, and her business practices, I think, are very consistent in all these business, you know, all these sales businesses. So she's amazing. Hmm. Um, in terms of other things I'm reading, you know, currently I'm reading a book called Sapiens. Okay. Incredible book about the history of mankind. Um, talk about feeling insignificant. Wow. You know, it goes back to hundreds of thousands of years ago and millions of years ago. And so that I'm getting a lot out of Sapiens. I try okay. to read uh, as much as I can. I wish I had more time to do that. Uh, and then I watch TED Talks or listen to TED Talks when I can. Love so, it. Um, Anyway, I mean, I do have an interest in history and I always thought, gee, if I was ever going to just not be in real estate anymore, I'd love to go get a master's in history. Because I think understanding history from its inception to today is, I mean, it would be so great to be able to do that as an adult and really take everything in, right? Historical wow. happened in our world. Anyway. So yeah. I'm reading Sapiens. I love that. I mean, and, th and there's so many uh, different thought processes, how you're feeding your mind from, you know, physically reading books to obviously having people that, that are, are mentors or inspiring to you or influencers, you know, to watching and or listening, but you're constantly growing and learning amongst everything that you had just mentioned. So, um, and as far as Lauren is concerned, I would love a referral. I mean, she has not been on the show, but we're always looking for amazing people to showcase. So maybe we'll talk afterwards, Tracy. You know, that'd be to this, if you are looking to better your career, call Lorna Heights, wow. go to her pinnacle group or sign up for, um, you know, uh, she's, she's a lot of West coast based, but she's incredible. You can go on her website. So love it. I'm going to have all that listed below just as always. So everybody can feed your mind the same way that Tracy's doing. And again, really just going through, but Tracy, this has been an incredible journey and, and really learning deeper about you and your passions and your drive and, and why you do how you do it and all the amazing things that are happening in your life and your community and soon to be into the future as well. But I want to finish everything up with a final question. And okay. this, this ends up being <laughs> this last one here to wrap everything up. But this is the, the quote or mantra that sums you up as a person, as a professional. What's that look like for you? Um, it, it's, I can just say it in one word. It's gratitude. Hmm. 
I, I'm not kidding. That's, wow. that's what yoga teaches me. And it's just, it's high levels of gratitude for everything that I've gotten experienced so far, continued health and um, the ability actually to, to take my message and help people. I'm, I'm at a point in my career, you know, I've made plenty of money. It's really now about helping people. The satisfaction, I don't care if it's a $900,000 condo out here or a $20 million house, to have people say, I, I could never have done this without you, or, oh my God, we got the house of our dreams in, in an eight multiple offer over bid, and we'd never be here if it wasn't for you. That is so much more uh, rewarding than just getting a commission check. And so I have a lot of gratitude to have that role in people's lives. Uh, that's, that's a beautiful statement, Tracy. And again, that comes from the heart and I, I can really feel that. And hopefully everybody has felt and, and heard the energy of uh, this particular episode because it was, it was an absolute blast and an honor. Uh, Tracy, you are an official real estate titan. So I just have to say that wrath of that. So thank you. Wait, I so bet much. that's the first time you've ever said that. Oh, no. That, I think it's the 152nd <laughs> time. So, but no, it, <laughs> I, I appreciate it, Tracy. I really do. It was an absolute blast. And I know that every Everybody has huge takeaways into this, but as always, everybody, thank you so much for your time and attention, your love and support. Uh, if you'd like what we're doing here with Real Estate Titans, don't forget to like our Facebook page, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and have a listen on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcast. Also for exclusive content, follow us on Instagram uh, and check us out on there live every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. We'll catch everybody in the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Greg, thank you so much. Thanks, Tracy. I really appreciate it.